the last call podcast with chris michaels i'm going to take the time to prove myself right yet again and we have the official program observer uh the cheatster in the background a little parakeet that likes to chime in and uh, tell me when I'm going off topic, so I appreciate that. So, millions of barrels from U.S. emergency oil reserves sent abroad, including China, and this comes from Zero Hedge. Now, this is not something new. This is something that they do all the time. Now, the problem is, with the midterms coming up, why are the Democrats shipping oil overseas and not helping reduce the cost of gas at all of the gas stations, courtesy of Reuters, we know more than 5 million barrels of oil that were part of the historic USSPR, Strategic Petroleum Reserve, release were exported to Europe and Asia last month, including top U.S. geopolitical nemesis in the global arena, China. And even U.S. gasoline and diesel prices are hitting record highs. The export of crude and fuel is blunting the impact of the moves by U.S. President Biden to lower record pump prices. Okay, so what's happening here, and this is this is so bad. Biden screwed up so bad that even Jeff Bezos of Amazon started to critique him, saying, "Stop going after the gas stores at the at the you know the the convenience stores and all of them. Stop going after them." and start resolving the issues. Now, they're saying that 5 million barrels were released, and they also said that 5 million barrels were released last month. So what has happened between then and now? I suspect that 5 million barrels is closer to 20 million barrels, and this is the real travesty here, because this goes into how I proved myself right in the past and how I will prove myself right yet again right now. This is the effort to reduce the mobility of American citizens. They want everybody corralled into smart cities using electric vehicles so that they can have complete control over your movement and they will pin it all on global climate change and green new deals. And in order to do that, they are making gas almost prohibitive. You can't even buy gas anymore. They're even talking about gas caps. So what does that mean? Anybody that tries to use Russian energy will be capped. They will only pay so much money for the Russian energy, even though the real price of that said Russian energy is two, three, four times the amount that they capped the price at. So what does that mean for you and I? It means that we could potentially be looking at three to $400 a barrel gasoline. So imagine what that would seem like to you at the pump. It would make gas prohibitive. And this is the next step that they're going to use. Then they're going to say, we need to lock down society again. We need to have days where certain people can drive and certain people can't, and we need to start really revamping the logistics systems in place throughout the United States. Oh, and by the way, all of the food processing plants have been blown up, so we're going to have to start making bug burgers, and you're going to have to go on a mostly artificial meat slash vegetarian diet. Oh, so sorry. So that's the real plan here. Now, why are they jacking up 
the prices of gasoline so much in the United States. Two reasons. One, these millionaire psychopaths that are usually on some kind of upper, like cocaine, methamphetamines, some sort of amphetamine, or name something, name some kind of upper, which also, by the way, if you are a habitual user of said uppers, you're probably prone to paranoia and other types of schizophrenia and mental disorders. And these are the millionaires that are running the world right now. These are the people, right? So we all saw in the text messages how Joseph Biden said to Hunter Biden uh, that he got his disease, uh, Hunter Biden got his drug disease from me and mommy, meaning Joseph Biden and uh, Biden's first wife before she died in a car accident. So Biden admits he's a drug addict. He also admitted that his former wife was a drug addict and Hunter Biden got his drug abusing ways from them. And these are the people that are running the country and the rest of the world. So please spare us any sort of idiocy coming out of you people. So this is the two parts to why they're doing this, why they're jacking up the prices in the United States. They want the United States and the EU and Britain to essentially be on the same page. They want everybody in those sectors, and, and including Canada, maybe Mexico, but Canada, the United States, the EU, uh, Australia, New Zealand, and the U- and uh, the UK. They want all of their citizens to be in lockstep on a socialistic scale. So they want everybody to pay the same amount of gas uh, no matter where they go. $10 a gallon, uh, you know, in in the EU and Europe, uh, they pay it in liters. So the United States has a way to go before they hit European gas prices. But that's ultimately what they want to do. The second reason why they're doing this is because they want Europe to be reliant upon American energy. They didn't want Nord Stream 2 from Russia to supply Europe and the UK and a few other countries in the Mediterranean to be supplied with Russian energy. So what did they do? They created this massive, massive problem where we're on the precipice of a third world war using nuclear weapons because the Nazis in Europe and the Nazis in Washington are still doing this kind of crap. They want Europe to be reliant upon American energy. And in order to do that, American strategic petroleum reserves have to be lowered and America has to supply those products to Europe in order to shore up the lack of Russian energy. That's what's really going on here. And ultimately, like I said, this all has a very dictatorial style end game. They want people in electric vehicles so that they can control them. So that if they aren't uh, subscribing to the main social and national narrative that the government wants you to subscribe to, they can shut off your vehicle. They can say you're only allowed to travel within five miles of your address on your driver's license. Oh, by the way, uh, your address and all of your bank transactions and everything else are going to be electronically stored in a little RFID chip the size of a grain of rice beneath your skin tied to your COVID-19 passport. That's what's really going on here. So this is from James Rickards, 
from the dailyreckoning.com. He's talking about CBDCs. So they stand that stands for Central Bank Digital Currencies. So think Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, all of those types of funny monies. Uh, now being endorsed by the central banks, by the Federal Reserves, by the European Central Bank. They want physical money removed from the system because they want it all electronically. I brought this up last night and plenty of other times. The graphene oxide bio, uh, bio what do they call it? Biorhythm indicator, whatever the hell that thing is that ties to your paycheck. Uh, so they want that kind of thing coming. Visitors to the Olympics, he says, were required to pay for meals, hotels, and transportation using QR codes on their mobile phones. Nine other countries have already launched CBDCs, and Europe is not far behind by doing this. The U.S. was lagging, I suspect, due to Trump, but is catching up fast. That's why you're also seeing... A lot of these policies just be ramrodded down our throats and up our asses, like the Ukraine, like gas, like all that stuff. Trump put a four-year delay on the global agenda, and now they're just going full bore into dystopian society. The Federal Reserve, he continues, was studying a possible Fed CBDC at a facility at MIT, Federal Chair Jay Powell said a U.S. CBDC could potentially help maintain the dollar's international standing. So they try to say, first off, it's not a cryptocurrency. CBDCs are digital in form and require a ledger. So this uh, pretty much is where the similarity ends, he says. The CBDC ledgers do not use blockchain definitely do not embrace a decentralized issuance model and uh, will be highly centralized and tightly controlled by central banks. So what does this mean? How do we interpret that? That essentially means that CBDCs could be turned up and turned down with their spending power. So if they need to increase the value or decrease the value of the digital dollar, they'll just do it. The next day, your dollar will be lower in value or your dollar will be higher in value. Knowing these uh, crazy drug-addicted psychopaths, they will lower the, the buying power of the dollar for the average citizen. Now, what else does this mean? This also means that they could break these CBDCs down even further. They might be centralized, but they could decentralize the purchasing power. In other words, you could have a New York State digital currency, a New Jersey digital currency, an Arizona digital currency, and those state digital currencies will get you so many Federal Reserve digital currency dollars. Do you understand what I'm saying here? So in other words, if they wanted to completely restrict you, they could say this person is only allowed to be paid in Arizona digital currency dollars. That's it. And if they try to use their money outside of Arizona, they will not be able to do it. If they've got that electric vehicle and they are, for some reason, restricted to only spend money in their state, that vehicle will turn off as soon as they try to cross that state border. This is the real end goal with all of this stuff. It is a restriction on movement. It is total and complete control of the masses. Now, if we go one step further 
and how they're trying to tie in the EU and also uh, the America and Canada and all of that, they want to make sure that you will not be traveling abroad if they don't approve it. That's the real issue here. They want people to remain where they are until the population level is going to be constant and ultimately lowered by a substantial amount. And I'm going to leave you with how I'm right from Paul Joseph Watson and Summit News. This was from yesterday. I almost brought it up yesterday, but I didn't. All new vehicles in the EU will have surveillance black boxes. From today or yesterday, all new vehicles sold in the EU will have a mandatory black box that will record technical data and be accessible by authorities greasing the skids for a surveillance-powered, speed-limiting technology. That's another thing. If you try to get away from the cops in an electric vehicle, right, and all of this stuff is tracked, being that you are uh, juiced up with graphene oxide or if you have that RFID rice-sized microchip implanted in your skin and you're driving through a 5G smart area, they know exactly where you are. If you are anywhere near Wi-Fi while you have an RFID microchip implanted in you, they know exactly where you are. So, continuing along with this, the European Transport Safety Council back in July, or, or back in 2019, announced on July 6th, this is what we need everybody to do. Insurance companies won't have immediate access to the data. It will be available to law enforcement. Now, we've all seen how dictatorial the Western governments have been throughout the COVID-19 drama. We've all seen what's going on right now with the farmers in the Netherlands, where police are opening fire on the farmers with live rounds. You can see video of it. It's on social media sites like Twitter. You can find it on Telegram and all the other places. They're using live ammunition, which means there is a distinct possibility that they're killing people. Now, being that all of the weapons have been removed from the populace in the EU, these farmers have no defense. These farmers are also being pushed out of their livelihoods because the EU, through its dictatorial powers, has said there is too much nitrogen, I think, is the is the chemical. I don't have the article in front of me. Too much nitrogen in the area. So, and you you people have to cut down on your nitrogen uh, emissions or whatever the hell it is, right? So the problem is, is that they're using ginned up and faulty data. So they want the farmers' lands to build, basically, parks and affordable housing for all the migrants that they imported into the EU. That's where they intend to put them. And the farmers are saying, absolutely not. And by the way, the only data that you're using is uh, environmental data from pig farms. If you look at the rest of the data and the overall data of emissions in our area, in our country, then we're way below what they should be. So please stop. And so they're going haywire. So that's another reason to be suspicious of how the West works. 
if these black boxes are going to be maintained. That means that law enforcement will be able to track you down in real time at all time. And if you do not agree with the data that is put out there or whatever, the social sentiment, the governments want you to follow, then guess what? They will go after you, they will ticket you, and this technology could eventually include speed-limiting technology. In other words, you won't be able to do 55 miles per hour in a 50-mile-an-hour speed zone. If you try to get away from the cops, your car will just shut down. They are called speed limiters, and this is going to be a way of the future. It is a way for them to have, like I've said, complete and utter control over all of your movements. That's the Last Call podcast with Chris Michaels for this week. As always, you can like me, find me, and share me across all of the social media outlets. I may start doing something on um, on either YouTube or Rumble. I'll actually do one podcast where you get to see my glorious face one podcast a week. Um, maybe I'll do that. I don't know. I, I'm just I'm just more interested in podcasting because I'm always doing something uh, rather than actually having to look at a camera. It's it's just not me. I'd rather do radio uh, with a camera on me rather than broadcasting into a camera. I may do it. I may not. Anyway, so you can like me, find me, share me. Last call, caravan on Truth Social, Instagram, and also Twitter. And the more you share me, the more lovable and fuzzy you are. Because if you're listening to me, you're part of the Last Call Caravan. This is Chris Michaels with the Last Call Podcast.